Are you sad the weekend's over? Are you sad you have to go back to work tomorrow? <laughs> I don't want to go back to work. I hate my job. I hate all the people I have to see. I, I just want to curl up in bed and go back to sleep. We can soften the blow. Listen to the Booch and Pat Show. Your better way to get sports talk radio. Live on Sundays at noon through Facebook Live. Or on the iHeartRadio app. Or anywhere else you listen to your podcasts. Hey, this is Harry Mays. You're listening to the Booch and Pat Show where you get all your sports opinions. Why don't you put on a show and charge admission? What kind of show? I would say something with music and comedy. And murder. Now you're talking. Come along, old chap. We got it a show to do. Welcome back to the Booch and Pat Show. It is Sunday the 27th. This is the last Sunday of September. Uh, So welcome back, everybody. It is another raring and lovely rendition of our show. Uh, The morning show. It is our uh, breakfast hangover special, as it were. Um, Last week, we uh, unfortunately did not show up. Uh, We got a little too inebriated last Saturday. Um... Bunch of the guys took me out, thanks to Booch, who's going to be the grandfather. Grandfather, <laughs> <laughs> going to be the godfather of my son. So uh, he he organized a, a gathering of get together with the guys. So we all went out and had a good time, and unfortunately paid the price for it on Sunday. We're like, nope. I think I came down, set up the show. I was still hammer drunk. Uh, the next thing I know, I got a text from Booch say, uh, not today. No. no, not today. So we were we planned on doing it Monday night. But I feel like our Eagles left everybody with a bad taste in their mouth, and it was just like, you know what? Let's 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 just shut it down. Let's regroup. We'll we'll try again next week. So here we are. So Booch, welcome to the show. Oh, thanks for having me. Yes. Uh, since this is the uh, the morning show edition, uh, I do I did get a uh, nice screen grab for or a nice sound clip for you. Wake up. All right, Danny Tanner. <laughs> I, I was trying my best for you. Since, uh, I, I, yeah, like I said before, we've said this numerous times on the show, how you, in God's name, on this earth, can do a night shift overnight at your actual job, and then somehow, like, and now you're even losing that hour because normally we do the show at noon. I know. I'm, I'm tired. You look it. I literally, <laughs> literally everybody, like, when you saw the countdown go on, when you saw Booch step into screen, that's he just woke up. I just literally got him. Now we're asleep in the last 24 hours. <laughs> that's yeah. And you said you had a rough night last yeah, night, right? It was rough. It was, I'm tired. <laughs> oh man, I feel bad for you. Well, you got you got plenty of things to look forward to today. Hopefully, hopefully. Um. So let's uh, just get over. Let's get all of our stuff out of the way. I did not check our phone lines today, but you know, with uh, the game starting at one. We're going to try and get through all of our stuff, so if you have to call, give it a shot. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Uh, but in the event that it it's not working, Booch is manning the uh, chat room. Nothing's going on right now. And that's fine. So give us a call, 724-815-0667. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, Apple Podcasts, on Stitcher, or download the iHeartRadio app and play the Booch Apache. Uh, Booch is monitoring the chat room on Facebook, so feel free to uh, chime in. Goodbye, Danielle. Thanks for hanging out. 
Uh, so, uh, since you were actually outside, you want to give us our weather forecast for the it, day? It was gloomy this morning. I don't know how it's been the last three hours since I got home. Okay, gloomy. Yeah. I'll, I'll take gloomy. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully that's not a... Uh, a um, an omen? An omen for the day. Well, hopefully not. Um, but one of the things I wanted to do, which we've, we've, we've been doing for the last couple of shows, is that... Uh, I want to, you know, get knock out all like the nonsense news before we really dive into the sports talk, which is why we're all here. So we got some nonsense nudes, nudes, nudes. Okay, <laughs> all right, here we go. <laughs> not, not nonsense uh, news out of the way. So uh, everybody's favorite, and actually, I don't even know if it's everybody's favorite. It's just the most well-known McDonald's. McDonald's made news this week. All right. Uh, partly due to the coronavirus, but all, also partly because they're just trying to figure things out. A couple years ago, or last year, they decided to do all-day breakfast every day. Yeah, yeah. They have now done away with all-day breakfast. Back, uh, it's back. To, it's back to just normal breakfast. Ten o'clock, with, uh, and then yeah. they got, every time I think about that, I think about Big Daddy. So do I, all the time. Like when he flips out, it's ten thirty. <laughs> then they pee on the side of the restaurant. <laughs> yes. So uh, I, I, when I heard that, I was like, uh, first of all, I do remember them switching to all day breakfasts and breakfasts, breakfasts, breakfast. But you can get all day breakfast, but you can't get all day regular food. Yeah. But and like I remember, stupid. I remember when they announced that it was like that big. Oh, okay, cool. Like now we can get like all our stuff. And I feel like it probably worked for maybe a, a week, two or two. Like you know, right off I the never, bat, I never felt like hey, at like eleven o'clock, I need to get McDonald's pancakes ever. <laughs> well, I just, I just feel like you know, I, I mean, aside from the fact of the coronavirus and everything like that, I just feel like why did you need to do all day breakfast? Couldn't you have just like done break, like extended your breakfast to like one o'clock? So if you're just, you know, waking up late or whatever, the you can breakfast get... breakfast brunch? Yeah. Yeah. And I think the whole idea was for somebody in your scenario where you're overnight shift and you get done. It's no, like, that's you know, why I'd rather have the regular food, like, when I get done work at 8 a.m. That's dinner time for me. Okay. So you're coming home, ah, I can go for a cheeseburger and they don't have it. I've tried it. Like, what do they have, uh, just breakfast? They just have breakfast at 8 a.m. You uh. can't get, like, a cheeseburger. Mm. I'm like, ah, oh, well, see ya. Bye. Bye, Felicia. <laughs> Uh, sticking with food, uh, whether I, I, I don't watch the show, but I know who it is. Uh, the cake boss. You know I've that? heard of it. I've never seen it. No, but you know who the guy is? No, I do. Buddy Velastra or whatever the fuck his name oh, okay. is. Okay. Uh, anyway, he had a, um, a mishap. He had an accident at his house. Okay. So yes, you heard me correct. It was an accident in his house, but it was a bowling accident. Because everybody has a bowling alley in their house. Yep, absolutely. So uh, what happened to him, which I'm kind of curious as to how this is going to affect his day-to-day life. Um, the When the, 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 pin, the pin return or like the pin – like the thing that lines up all the pins or whatever, something got jammed. Okay. And he says it happens all the time. It's just a quick fix. You just flip something. So he went to the back to go in around the back and he flipped it. But – some bar came down on his hand okay. and trapped his hand in, in the place that it was. And the machine thought it was time to reset the pins. So the machine that was there just kept going and going. Stamping his hand? It impaled his hand between his uh, middle finger and his ring finger right here. 
And it just kept going and so going. So no more making cakes for him, I guess. Uh, apparently, he's out for a while. Like, yeah, I, I bet. I, I can't imagine what kind of what kind of rehab you'd have to do. I mean, that's like center of your hand. That's like Jesus like. Yeah. Oof. Brutal. Uh, don't have bowling alleys in your house. <laughs> yes, don't have bowling alleys in your house. Now I have two uh, more nonsensical things of news, and then we can jump into sports. But these are also my. Uh, I guess what's up with that? Because we used to have WTF. Yeah. And these are these are WTF, but also kind of like, ew. Okay. So uh, I can't wait. <laughs> the the first one was the news that came out that uh, the the DEA or whatever the equivalent is in Vietnam. Okay. There is a Vietnam Vietnamese uh, store or something that was selling recycled condoms. Condoms. Yeah, I did see that. Like yep. th- like that is so disgusting especially during a pandemic when like they're everything's about being as clean you as possible how, you wonder how we got coronavirus from asia <laughs> <laughs> like when when they're talking about everything being as clean as possible and do this do, you're first of all where are you getting these recycled condoms are people just using them like here you go oh, i'll take a- i don't know that's it's, it's disgusting <laughs> it really is and so that that's my first one which is really gross and then the second one for all of those um, Michael Jackson fans in the world. Oh, I forgot to get his sound clip, too. I was going to say, that's ignorant. That's ignorant. Um, it's not uh, sound like him. <laughs> whatever, dude. I got too much bass. I'm too much of a man. He was a woman. It's fine. He's uh, the king of pop. Yeah. Show a little respect. Well, speaking of showing respect, his cousin is auctioning off as she claims, the very last needle with propofol that was in it that was found inside his arm when he was when he was discovered. Sounds legit. She has it, <laughs> and she's auctioning it off so she can pay bills or something. That's messed up. Yeah, so those are my uh, up people out there. WTFs, or what's up with that? What's up with that? What's up with that? Uh, yeah, so those are some of the gross things. Now, uh, when I was reading into the Michael Jackson one, that was, uh, I mean, she is, she is his cousin, so, like, that's not the lie, but I can't, I find it hard to believe that that's gonna be the real needle, and also, who's gonna wanna buy that? Uh, there's messed up I, I mean, people I under, out there. I understand there's weird people out there, but... To me, that's just weird, gross, there's, all kinds of stuff. There's some fucked up people out there that will definitely buy that stuff. I know. But, you know, to each their own, I guess. It'll be here from Amazon in four to five days. <laughs> yeah, collectors are weird. Now, speaking of collectors, uh, how's your uh, how's your baseball card well, collection game going? It's football card now. Oh, now, you, now you're football. in football. Okay. It's football mode time. It's going good. You know, you, you, go, you look for the rookies. You look for the Tua's and the... And those kind of guys, and you sell those off for forty bucks a pop. Now, uh, you just got a. Uh, uh, who was the Lions player that you had that you that you sent me? Uh, was it the Lions? Which what are you talking about? The, the, the jersey patch. Yeah, Carry on Johnson. Carry on Johnson. I, I got another uh, jersey patch too of uh, Haskins from uh, from Washington, the quarterback. See, see, those are the ones that I like. Because I've never seen them before. I think they're so neat looking. Actually, uh, what's it? Paul got a. Uh, he got a Jalen Hurts. I like that. I I want that a lot. It's going for like four hundred dollars on uh, eBay. Okay. I'm trying to get it off of him. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then soon in a couple in a couple of weeks, I'll be moving towards basketball. Okay, it's a it's a fun little. So you just little, every every sport you're gonna yeah, kind of like it's a fun little game. So you know, you get these rookies, you sell them off, and uh, you know, just keep on going, keep on moving. Okay. Now, have you? Now, I know. Last I talked to you, you were in a not a bidding war, but like you guys were negotiating back and forth for Louis Robert. That fell Did, apart. That fell apart. Okay, fell, fell apart. But then somebody else bids for it, and you bid high. It goes back and forth for a little bit. Okay, it's fun. Well, there you go. So anybody out there that's interested, there you go. Uh, also, before we get even further, obviously you'll notice on the bottom of our screen if you're watching us live, we don't have anybody advertising or sponsoring our show this week because we have concluded our uh, our obligation and our agreement with uh, White Horse Coffee Creamery. So if you or anybody that you know would like to sponsor our show, have them contact Booch or I through Facebook or you know through the show, uh, and we can reach out and we can do whatever we can. All right, sounds so, good. So no fun commercials for you today for you to giggle about. This is the White Horse Cafe. <laughs> hey, man, I had to do please, that while you were sleeping. Please come here after you have a night with somebody. <laughs> Are you insinuating a walk of shame? This is the walk of shame coffee. <laughs> I mean, hey, like you said, they got good milkshakes. <laughs> Our milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. <laughs> I wish I remembered how to do these sound effects so you could I could change your voice when you were doing that. Oh well. Moving right along. Uh, so jumping into some of the the lesser of the sports because obviously the big talking points right now for us are baseball and football because obviously. Today's the last day for the Phillies. You got the Eagles on at one. So let's cover the other things. It's not the last day for the Phillies. Last regular season. All right. There okay. you go. So, um, so obviously we weren't on last week, but one of the big things that came out was the Big Ten for college football decided that they were that they unanimously decided to restart and they'd come back on October twenty third that weekend. Yep. Uh, tough tough schedule. Tough schedule for Penn State. Uh, yeah, you sent me that. I didn't bring that up, but um. They're just firing off. I think uh, I forget who they play that first uh, first week. Iowa maybe, and then they go right into Ohio State. It's it's like one after another. Uh, bear with me first. Uh, here we go. Um, so the twenty fourth we got we're at Indiana. Indiana. I knew it was the I team. Uh, the thirty first we're home uh, against Ohio. Yeah, Ohio State. Ohio State. Yeah. Um. Uh, the seventh. I wish it was Ohio, but no. <laughs> yeah. The the seventh. Uh, we're at home against Maryland. Fourteenth uh, at Nebraska. Twenty first home against Iowa. Tough games. Hey, uh, Brogan. Hope there, you're listening. You got Michigan on, on, on the twenty eighth at got, their turf. That's his birthday game. Uh, when's his birthday? I think the twenty eighth. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, hopefully that's not 28th an twenty eighth or twenty ninth. Something. Hopefully that's not an omen. I think we had plans to go out to watch that game for his birthday, so. Well, we normally do. It's usually yeah. a lot of fun. A lot of shit talking. This year it lands on his birthday weekend, so. It all depends on what uh, Dictator Wolf allows and doesn't allow by then. Yeah, who knows. <laughs> uh, Rutgers, uh, we're at Rutgers oh, on the 5th. That's a win. Uh, Michigan State's here on the 12th. That's usually a tough loss. And then uh, Big Ten Champions Week on the 19th. And hopefully we make it that far. <laughs> yeah. So that's uh that's the schedule. I mean, hey, pack at, starting the pack uh 
Pac-12 starting in November 7th, I think. Yeah, the week right after. And it looks like uh, looks like uh, the Philadelphia high schools are going back in October. Oh, I didn't hear that. Casey sent you the link. Uh, yeah, she well, she sent it to you. she sent the link that the the uh, sports were starting back up in the yeah. Catholic League. But then you would respond, and then she sent the link again. I'm like, I, I'll read this later, and I forgot. Way to go. <laughs> well, it's not my fault that I like I'm busy. Like, I mean, literally, we could do a like. Obviously, one you of the things you look at your phone more than anybody in this world. All right, <laughs> I do not. You're pretty close. <laughs> I will tell for everybody watching at home. Like, yes, Booch has got a nice little memorabilia behind him, like the the Nittany line that's up on the shelf. You got the shot from Jordan behind him. You know, a whole bunch of stuff. It's but very what you, glary with how, the shot. With however, Jordan. behind me, all I got is Babe Ruth because the reason we had to turn things is because in the Pillow Ford studio, it is a nightmare right now because I'm in the process of moving, bought a house, got a baby coming. So, like, to to this side of Booch is all baby stuff. Over here is, like, my furniture. And th- it's just that it's a nightmare. Hey, if your house falls through, you're going to be moving in this room. Oh, please no. <laughs> now they 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 I we did get confirmation settlements on the fourteenth. Okay. At I th- I think ten o'clock in the morning. Uh, so yeah, we're uh, I got that to look forward to. And of we course we all do. We all and of, do. And of course, <laughs> and of course, my son. So you know, I digress. Um, but yeah, so uh, I mean, obviously, Big Ten's only playing conference. They're you know, it's not, and it is what it is. But at least that's the, all the. That's, but at that's least every sport. But at least we're getting to watch our team. Yeah, you know, so that's that's it's not a bad it's it's a weird trade off, but hey, that's the world. That's we're all in. the college football right now. Yeah, so it's like uh, baseball, we're only playing their coast. So yes, now one of the things sticking with college, uh, this I saw yesterday, which none of you that I texted got back to me about. I'm, I'm going to butcher his name, Bijan Robinson. Bijan Robinson is that how you say it? Yep. Okay. Did you see it? No, I didn't see it. All right, so I have the video I'm queued up. I, I, ha- I have the video queued up. Uh, so I'm going to play this twice for everybody at home so you can watch it. This is uh, when the snap goes off, uh, quarterback looks looks for like two seconds, tosses to him. He tries to hurdle a player, and he gets hit in the shins. And the landing, I don't know how the kid didn't get hurt. I don't know how he's not dead. Like, it, it makes me cringe every time I watch it. So, if you don't like cringe-worthy stuff, this might not be for you, but it's for everybody else. So, uh, give me a second here while I turn on Helm TV. So, snap goes off. He's going to look to his right. Tosses. Here comes the hurdle. And now I'll play it a second time. That is uh, that is painful. I'm, obviously, Booch is on the delay by I think our delays are like twenty seconds or so. Twenty five. Okay. So uh, okay, yeah. Oh, that's brutal. the 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 first thing I saw was uh, like it was a screen grab that somebody had, and he was just bent that way. Oh my god! I thought th- I thought the kid was dead. He landed on Texas, his neck. Texas almost lost that game too. That was a high scoring game. Oklahoma lost yesterday. LSU lost yesterday. How'd you make out on your pools? Or pool, I should say. Uh, I lost because Pitt only won by three, 
and that's how much I was. That was the spread. So yeah, I didn't even check what the Florida State game was. I picked Florida State. They were giving fourteen. I didn't, I didn't see what the final score was. That's the one you do with the. Uh... With Jerry? Yeah, I do. Yeah. That's a yeah, I do the do that at the VFW. Does a lot of people still do that yet? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. got people back in? Yeah. Oh well, you were at work yesterday, and this is a shout out to him, uh, listener Tony. I heard you're out of the hospital. I heard you were at the VFW yesterday. Sorry I missed you. Hope you're doing well. Hope everything's going well for you. So uh, I look forward to seeing you. Well, yeah, I was. <laughs> Florida State lost fifty-two to ten. He almost had it. Oh my god! Miami was going had so much disarray going with their quarterback situation. Like, ah, I'll take Florida State. Sounds like the safe pick. Fool me. (laughs) Oh well, got you on that one. Yeah. Oh well, that's only five bucks. That's not bad. Yeah, (laughs) it's okay. Uh, Let's see here. Um, Did you want to cover anything else uh, college football wise? No, No, uh, that's pretty much all I got. yeah. Um, so as far as uh, hockey is concerned, hockey, uh, it's currently in the Stanley Cup. Like, this is it. And the Lightning leads the series 3-2 to two against Dallas. This could all end on uh, Monday night. Let's go Dallas. Does that pain you a little bit to say that, that those words? When it comes to hockey, who cares? I understand. <laughs> I understand. But I'm just saying, like, sometimes that, that it's just kind of like... No, because I like the Mavericks in baseball. Okay. And the Rangers don't. I guess the Rangers would be the closest baseball team. They don't really bother me. Just the Cowboys. I fucking hate the Cowboys. Everybody does. <laughs> Everybody does. It's like Dallas becomes a different city when I say the Cowboys. Because then you're like, ah, screw Dallas. But when I talk about it in a different team, I'm like, ah, they're not that bad. <laughs> Good point. Yeah, my mindset changes when I talk about football with Dallas. Um, this. Grr. Yeah, Monday's girl. Uh, so this is something that I set up that you are unaware of, which is okay by me. But I wanted to uh, just make a little nod to this that happened over the week, like earlier in the week, I believe. And it's something that really kind of like kind of upset me when I found out about it. So, uh, Road Warrior Animal, Joe Laurinaitis from the WWE, back in the heyday of wrestling, back from when we were kids, he start, they, I think they debuted in like 85, 86? Before then, I think, I mean... I mean, they've probably been around, but I'm saying as far as WWF or E. And Joe Laurinaitis, he's a Philly boy too. Mm-hmm. He's a local guy. Yeah. His, his brother's still part of wrestling. What's his, uh, he, He's got a couple brothers. The other one played for... Well, his son played for the Rams. Oh, his son played for the Rams. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I couldn't remember. That, I couldn't. I couldn't remember if he had another brother that was. I. I don't. I can't remember all the. His Lauren brother. Was, yeah, his brother was like the GM for Raw for a while and had a right. feud with Cena. Yeah. But yeah, no, that's a that's a shame. I wonder. I haven't heard what he uh, died from yet, though. Uh, the only thing that I that I've seen so far was that they said. Um, Natural causes. Yeah, which means which, those, which means those eighty wrestler, those eighties wrestlers are pretty much all dying off, except for Hulk Hogan. It's all steroid related, unfortunately. It's gotta be. Yeah, 
And and for me, because like, and again, like you know, not everybody is a big WWE fan or whatever. It's like I'm not huge into it anymore. But that was a big part of my childhood growing up. I think I started watching that when I was in kindergarten when I lived in Ardsley. Like I'd wake up every Sunday morning and watch like Sunday wrestling. Yeah. That's how I learned about the Undertaker and everything. It was just fun. This was the first tag team, Hawk and Animal, that I instantly knew, and I was like, "This is these these are the guys." Like th- this is so these guys are so freaking cool. So and with, and with Hawk died pads and and, and Hawk died years and years ago. Two thousand and three, two thousand four. And speaking of that, that was that was one of the shows that we talk about on here, the Dark Side of the Ring. They just he, did one. Yeah, it was a shame when he died because he he had a a lot of stuff going on, but he turned his life around and then right. died all of a sudden. Steroid abuse, right? Mm-hmm. Like something like with his heart or whatever. Yeah, like of, lot, he pumped well, a lot of drugs into his body. Yeah. So, so it's a shame that uh, both of them are gone, and it just—I don't know. It—it's kind of like a—it's a sad moment, I guess, for me at least. But I wanted to make sure I—I I made mention of that one. Uh, As you can hear in the background, that is our producer Casey. She is gearing up for the Eagles' day, Eagles' game day. Uh, and NASCAR. NASCAR made some big news this week. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's. I it's missed not, that one. It, it's not often. <laughs> Because Michael Jordan is getting into the NASCAR game. He and his partner, Denny Hamlin, are starting a new team. And who's the first one they signed? Bubba Wallace. Well, didn't they sign Denny Hamlin? <laughs> I don't think he races anymore or if he does. Like, oh, really? Maybe, maybe he still races, but this was his like partnership with well, with him as an owner. All rich people either get the horse racing or NASCAR, what I've come to notice. Especially if it, like he's a North Carolina guy, the Southern guy, so yeah. Right, and I mean he, like, I was, I was the same way. I was kind of shocked that he got like he decided to become an owner and be, start his own team. But then like people they just wanna... ask him like, hey, where do you want to throw your money at next? And they're like, oh, Bubba Wallace makes sense because of all the stuff that happened with him. But isn't there? No, no. I was gonna say aren't aren't some basketball guys in the NASCAR? But no, no, they got into uh, arena football. Yeah, like some some of those guys are part owners or whatever of like. The soul or whatever else that we ha- like some weird things. Yeah, arena football won't be back because of COVID. No, that was that was done way before then. Right. Uh, another Michael Jordan news. Uh, it won a di- it won a Emmy for best documentary. Oh, did it win an Emmy? Yeah, I, I I I best I doc. Yep. I I fell asleep. I tried. Oh, it's very boring. I just heard the. It was it was so we it was so weird going through. Um, like watching Shit's Creek win over and over and over. Well, that's great. That's and, and, and I'm not I'm not arguing that it was not a good show because I've never watched it. I, I have no basis to give you. All I know is they kept winning, and it was so weird because there was nobody there. Everybody's like virtual, so and they were having parties. Like who, Shit's like, Creek had a big party. I, they, I noticed like they at said, a tent. They said they they got a tent. They were at a at Eugene Le- Levy's house in Canada. Yeah, all all up in Canada in this big tent. They had it catered and everything. They had a whole microphone, the stand, everything. But uh, yeah, it was uh, it was just a they, weird. They were it was ready just to weird. rock awards that night. It was just a it was just a weird uh, way of doing award show. Yeah. It's not horrible, but it was weird. So I mean, I oh, tri- it's horrible. It's a I, horrible show. I tried watching. I ended up falling asleep, and I was like, "All right, well, whatever." All those award shows are boring. Okay, <laughs> my opinion. <laughs> all right, so that is that covers all of the odds and ends of the sports stuff that that I uh, 
I'd rather focus on baseball, mainly Phillies, football, mainly Eagles. So let's jump into the Phillies because it's Eagles game day. We'll wrap up with that. Okay. Phillies, they're on today, 3 310. Uh, this will wrap up their officially weird season, shortened season yeah. of baseball. This is the last game of the regular season. We've got Aaron Ola on the mound today. No on the mound. And um, what can we say? <laughs> they suck. No, they don't. Their bullpen sucks. Their bullpen blew for them. I wish. Their bullpen blew for them. I, this year. I wish. I had they had the most losses when went up by three runs after six innings. They have eight losses. That's more than all the NL East teams combined. Yeah, that bullpen blows. That's the reason why we're probably not going to go to the postseason. Not the hitting because we're scoring runs. Starting pitchers has been fine. It's the fucking bullpen. Yeah, it's it's bad. And I and I'm not trying to I'm not trying to like goad you into like freaking out some more. But there was a point when we had a, our show on and you said, oh, bullpen's looking pretty good. I'm like, just because they had two good outings doesn't mean they're good. I was being optimistic, but they fucking blow. They do. <laughs> they do. Now, my question to you, because this is this is twofold, and this is for everybody. Give us a call, 724-815-0667. Leave a comment or a question with Booch on Facebook Live in the chat room. Uh, my question to you is, what... Aside, aside from your obviously your very first move in in postseason in in, in off season, because obviously your first move is JT. I know that. No, your first move is fire Clintuck. Okay, that was going to be my part of my question. Is like, all right, what are your moves? What are you looking at? Clintuck, McPhail, McPhail uh, pitching. Like, where where are you, where's your head at? What are you thinking? Because Jake Arrieta is already gone. Thank God. Thank so God. so you're saving how much money there? Well, you're, I mean, I he's mean, off you, contract. He's so off contract. So you, you twenty-five million dollars. You're yeah. not spending next year on him. So what? So what? Do, what do they need? Um, I mean, obviously, all right. They need to revamp the whole bullpen. So then, so I then, just told you. So then, let's start with the uh, the Clintech and McPhail thing. See ya. Bye. Now, the reason I say let's start with that was because back in, I think it was back in March, right when we started this show, uh, there were. There was that that leak. <laughs> Brian, Casey's doing dishes. <laughs> what? I'm Everybody can hear you. I'm, I'm, I'm getting comments. Can hear me do anything. When did I ever say that to you? <laughs> we always make fun of you because we can hear you. You told me you know, the sound just stays in that area. Only the one day, only at that time when like we weren't on, we didn't have the mics on. Yeah, we can hear everything in the house. What's the? Yeah, they can hear you too talking. Brian, Brian asks who's doing dishes. <laughs> um, where was I? Oh, uh, so so back in March, right when we uh, either end of March or beginning of April, right when we started to show up, it was leaked out that they had secret deals where they got their extensions. So uh, Clintech had an extension through 2022 for three years, and at the same time, McPhail was uh, alleged that back in. 17 or 18, he had an extension that goes three years, takes him to 21. Right. So with all of that leaking out prior, like, you know, in theory, prior to uh, regular season before COVID and all this stuff. Yeah. Um, what did that mean for you? What did that, what, what, what? And, and now looking at how the season went, it's like, yo, you got to go. Like, this it, is it, terrible. It, it, I don't care what deals they had in place before. It doesn't matter. Those deals right. can be 
You get fired. You're fired. See ya. Pay him out. What? Middleton's like, got the money. It doesn't matter. See ya. But like, I think ultimately what I'm trying to get at is why, why would you do these secret deals? Why would you extend those contracts when you didn't know what you were going to get? And if you had a crappy season this year, and granted, we didn't know how crappy it would be, but if you had a crappy season, like, you know what I mean? Like, what? Like, why would you like here? We're going to keep you for three more years, assuming you have an okay season. But if you sucked, like you're fired. Like what? Why wouldn't you wait to see what the finished product was? I don't even. It was. It was during last season too. It was yeah. when we were doing pretty good before just, our implosion last year. It was when they had all those secret deals. Yeah. And to and again, you know, to tack on to the same issue, uh, this is the ninth consecutive losing record season. Yeah. Like, at, like there was at no point has anything changed in like. Like that's literally, a, that's a bullpen's fault this year. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. It, but I'm saying it was also no doubt. <laughs> I understand that, but it was also kind of bullpen's issue last year. Granted, we had injuries, but I don't bullpen- care about last year. I know you don't. I don't care about last year. I'm just saying I, it's. I don't live in the past when it comes to sports. You're, you're right now. Oh, I forgot to pull this one up too. Uh, Crook losing his mind the other night. Oh, calling him. Uh, a little league team, they are a little t- league team. He had he had one against them and one in favor. One he was calling them a little league team. He's like, because this isn't a this is not a major league baseball team that we're watching. We're paying money. Well, people paid money for the cardboard cutouts. Uh, in theory, if you didn't opt out of your season tickets and just carry it over, you did technically spend money on this season. And then everybody is sitting at home that pays cable, sitting there watching it. It's like there's a product that you're supposed to be putting out there, and he said this is like I mean it's been an ongoing thing. Crux Crux said it. Um, uh, uh, why am I drawing a blank on his name? You got uh, the uh, the 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 pitcher on post game. Ricky Bo. Ricky Bo. Man, you are an old man. You cannot remember names. <laughs> I have a lot of things going on right now. Oh in my, my life. god! No, this has been always with you. <laughs> Whatever. It's a what's his bucket. <laughs> Good old what's his bucket. Like, if I know it's what's his bucket, why don't you? Like, just understand my lingo. Channel my brain well, here. You're just saying, oh, that dude. Whatever. You're not giving me anything. This time you actually gave me something to give yeah. you a name. Uh, but even he was going off all season, talking about how this bullpen's garbage. How, how, like, you know, none of this makes any sense. Like, why is this still being allowed to uh, be, be the product? I, I, they, I think um, e- either either the Phillies organization, well, probably not the organization, but either like Comcast, Philly Sportsnet, or whatever, or a fan actually did a co- uh, a compilation of all the videos of all of his rants and just jammed them all together. It's actually pretty funny. But the Kruk one that I was going to talk about, obviously he called them Little Leaguers because this is not a real team. This isn't a good product. Uh, the one he went off on was the other night when Alec Baum was up to bat okay, and got called for a strike. Now, if listener Sean, if Moser's listening, he and I spoke about this and he said that if Kruk knew what he was talking about and read the rules, then Kruk would have shut the hell up because uh, – they stole. They stole a base. They stole. Fir- they stole second. They, whoever was on first. Who's on first? Who? <laughs> and uh, when when Bomb went to swing, uh, whoever was the catcher stepped up and rifled the ball to get him out at second. But Bomb's backswing clipped him in the leg, and Kruk lost his mind. He like 
Kruk lost his mind so much that he actually like took a breath at the end of his rant and then turned to McCarthy. Goes, did I say any bad words? Like he goes, huh. no, you were pretty good. Like censoring yourself. He goes, oh, I was I was really concerned. I probably the closest he came to because you knew he wanted to say something. Right. Closest he came was saying that's BS. He said because it was again Joe West behind the plate trying to hates the Phillies. Does whatever he wants to do, um, but because Bomb made contact with the catcher, that's an automatic strike. Yeah, but he he's like, what's he supposed to do? Change his backswing? They stole swing? third. Oh, was it third? Yeah, I thought. It, Come on, man. If you're gonna tell a story, get to the story right. Oh my god. <laughs> well, maybe look engaged instead of staring off into the distance seeing, to see what's being well, made. It's for- more interesting than listening to the story. <laughs> See what she's making over there. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> now, one of the things that we did discuss, and, you know, granted, you have said time and time again that I did not say this because I said all the cardboard cutouts. Uh, the Phillies finally did announce that 48 cutouts were hit by the Phillies' home run balls at Citizens Bank. Um, for their apologies, but also to thank the fans, players whose home run, uh, the homers that hit their uh, cutouts, they're going to be returned to them uh, with autographs. So Man, you think this is such a big thing? <laughs> I think it's a really nice thing. I don't know why you don't. Uh, I don't understand why does, you why doesn't you, hit the needle for me. Okay, Michael Jackson. <laughs> I don't understand why you don't think that that is something like that. The whole point in these stupid cardboard cutouts was to make things a little bit more normal for everybody at home, make it more normal for the players, so and pump in we, fan noise. So, like, next year when we get fans back, if somebody gets hit with a home run, the players are going to sign off on them? <laughs> it depends. I mean, you get the home run ball, but, like, if it, like for example, if it was Jeter's uh, 500th, like, you give it back, like, you get all this uh, extra swag. The What was it? A couple – well – more than a couple years ago at this point, when Worth hit the home run. And it went out to, I think, second level or whatever. It was the dad and his little daughter, and he gave her the ball, and then she threw it, and he was like, what the hell? They ended up giving him a whole bunch of stuff. Like, yeah, like th- it's a give back. That's the whole point is because it's for fans. So that's something that's actually really kind of nice. I don't know why you're, uh, why you're a Grinch. I'm not a Grinch. I just don't think it's, I don't know. It doesn't <laughs> hit the needle for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, secondly, to wrap up Philly's conversation, unless you really want to go into anything else, I don't well, really no, think there's well, much more. There is. I mean... Oh, well, we want to talk about playoffs. Yeah, yeah let's, you're, you're talking about so, playoffs. So, We're so talking break, about playoffs here. I, oh, I don't... Do I have playoffs? I think I do. There he is. Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? <laughs> So last Sunday, I think our percentage to get in the playoffs was about 87.8%. Yeah, it was pretty high. And then we had a shitty-ass week, mm-hmm. and then went to about 50, 50.5 after we lost on Friday. I think it's about 30.3 now. I think it's less than that. I think I, I well, think no, I, think, I mean, all you need... I think, I think going into last night, it was closer to like 27 point something. Right now, all you need is the Padres to beat the Giants, which is very key, which is going to happen. The Giants aren't that good, and Padres just smash home runs. And you need the Brewers to lose to the Cardinals, and you need uh, Nola to take care of business, and you're in the playoffs. Yeah, so you need the Phillies to win. You need the Phillies to win. That's why we need the Phillies to win. We need the Phillies to win yesterday. We need the Phillies to win Friday. We need the Phillies to win today. Nola needs to go nine innings today. How's that working out for you so far? Bullpen blows. 
<laughs> so, so what you're telling me is, if you were Joe Girardi, you want to make playoffs, it's all on Nola. No bullpen. Like, you got the whole game. Period. Yeah, yeah no. This is, you give Nola 140 pitches today if he needs it. You do not bring the bullpen in for anything. Which is fine. Like I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to disagree with that. Inning. The score be, could be seven to nothing in the first inning, and Nola's getting his ass kicked. You keep Nola in there just because we have a we have hitters. Mm-hmm. We can score those seven runs. You just let Nola go nine innings a day. I would agree. But see, but see, I've also said this before because, like you said, you know, if he needs to go 140 pitches, he goes 140 pitches. I, I've been saying this whole time with this shortened season. I don't give a shit about your pitch count because you were already. Like, we did, when did the when did the season start in July or June? Uh, end, end of July. End, end of July. End of that, July. That sounds right. So you were already missing all of April, May, and June. You're missing three months. So you have three months of never throwing a pitch. I'm not saying like I want you to destroy your arm, but in a regular season, whatever your normal pitch count number is, you're still like halfway there. Yeah. After this shortened season. So 140 in one day, yeah, you might lose a little bit of speed. You might look a little bit like Jamie Moyer, but you still might have command. I, I just keep on going. You getting hungry? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, all right. So, Phillies need to win. Uh, Brewers and Padres. Brewers Brewers need to lose to the Brewers Cardinals. need to lose and Padres need to win. Yes. Why do I? Why do I? Why do I feel like I'm reliving? Uh, and and by no means am I trying to compare this Phillies team to when we won the World Series in '08. But I feel like I'm like reliving this whole train wreck of like a what if? Like okay, because remember we needed that we needed the Mets to like lose three games out of four. Yeah, and they ended up getting swept that series just so that we could make playoffs. Like there was just. There's just a whole lot riding on, like a lot of. Um, they play a 305 today too. The Phillies. Padres. Oh, Padres. Giants. Okay. I told you the Phillies play at 305. Well, okay. <laughs> uh, well, we need to know these times uh, for the games. True. True. I I did not I did not look them up. My bad. And Brewers are on a 315. So they're, we're all going to know what happened around six o'clock. We're going to know. Who's in the playoffs? So basically for you, and I'm not saying this could be for everybody. I don't know. But you yourself are going to be glued to the Eagles, and then for the rest of the afternoon, it's baseball. Baseball. Okay. Right after right after football. Right after the Eagles. Yeah. Okay. It's going to be an interesting afternoon. Yeah. I'm ready to go. Let's rock it. Now, now I'm also oh. – <laughs> we still got some – we got, we got some stuff. We got to do oh. – Birds talk now, real quick. This is this is this will be the last uh, Phillies discussion. Not trying to make this a bad omen for you, but they already did release the spring training schedule for 2021. So I have that graphic up there for a few minutes. Well, not a minute, but a few seconds here, so you guys could take a look at what March is going to look like, assuming that uh, we have a vaccine, be, assuming the world goes back to normal, assuming that Dictator Wolf doesn't somehow, some way, like, prevent the Phillies from traveling by then. Who knows? But that's what we're looking at going into next season. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> so uh, 
let's get into where is it there we go let's jump right on in to our next segment which is always a fun one for eagles game day shall we Officially into our uh, Eagles debate, our NFL talk, everything that we're all here for today to begin with anyway. So where would you like to start? The fact that they are starting the season 0-2? Which the last time they started 0-2 or was, what, 2002? Probably. 2002, and we ended up going 12-4. and so it was Andy and Donovan, so, and that was Donovan's fifth year. This is Carson's fifth year. So you're really, you're really, um, you're really diving into the the faithful, the hopeful. Like, well, you got to be. It's only two games. Got to believe type thing. I mean, there's no. no preseason. There's no gelling. A lot of injuries. You gotta, you gotta. Can't and I, say the season's over. And I'm not. I'm. Games. I will never say that the season's over after two games. I am not saying that. I do know, however, there are a lot of fans out there, a lot of Eagles fans, that are calling for Carson Wentz's job, that they want Jalen Hurts in there. And if Carson Wentz comes out and throws 300 yards and we win by two touchdowns, that song changes very quickly in Philadelphia, all right? Trust me, I understand. (laughs) I, me personally, I'm not having that. Dis- I've been dis- I've been standing up for Wentz this whole time. I'm not having that discussion until the first quarter of football is over. Let's if- bring on Mrs. Wentz on the on to. The- is that is that real? Yeah, man, it's real. Where's that from? Is that Twitter it's or Facebook? Twitter. That can't be real. It's, it's real, man. So, Booch had sent me and a couple of the guys this text this morning. Uh, what? Yeah, we can still hear you. So this is uh, Carson Wentz's mom is is back to let us know what the real issue is with the Eagles. And she wrote, that was not Peterson but Frank Reich that called and put the plays in games in 2016 and 17. Peterson has been vanilla and all the teams know what he's going to call. He is trying to make Carson into a robot. That is not Carson calling the plays. Carson should just turn off the headset and play like Carson. To which Booch had sent this and responded, another Philly athlete mom. Even though I sort of, even though I do agree with her though. Chunky! I agree with her. He has been very boring and vanilla since Frank Wright has gone with uh, his offensive play calling. Well, of course he's going to be vanilla. That's his favorite ice cream. Okay, well. <laughs> you used to like that story. And that was fun when we used to win football games. Ah, uh, okay. He was fun when we used to win football games. <laughs> you know, I, I thought I was always going to be like, hey, Doug Peterson gave us a Super Bowl. He can be here forever. Now it's, uh, hey, Doug Peterson, thanks for the Super Bowl. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I, I will commend you. I do enjoy that you're, you're being very uh, equal, unbiased here. 
Because, like I said, there's a lot of people that are calling for Carson Wentz's job. I actually have. Oh, this, I don't. I, Carson Wentz. No. No, because I have He's still our quarterback. I have I have this written down for one of my notes. Like I don't understand why everybody believes that Carson isn't great. If he's not great, then what makes Doug great? Because they they are together. Like you you can't like you know what I mean. Like you can't put down one and then like you and, know, and every, save the other. Yeah, you know, I don't know what Jalen Hurts has, but he was a product of Oklahoma offense that got Baker Mayfield a Heisman, hmm. and uh, we see what Baker's doing. I mean, he's very up and down. He's more down than he's up. And uh, you know when uh, when Hertz was at uh, Alabama, he got benched for Tua. Yeah, he wasn't good enough to win a national championship there. They had to bring in a freshman. So there you go. Now I'm not banking. Uh, I'm not banking my season on Jalen Hurts. Now sticking with the idea of Jalen Hurts because you bring up a good point that you know he he like Baker getting benched for Tua, all these different options. Like and, and like I said, Jalen Hurts can. What I say, Baker. Or yeah, yeah, you know, you know what I mean. I'm sorry, um, but for but for that conversation with the idea of Eagles are 0 and 2, you got a lot of these quote unquote passionate Eagles fans that are ready to jump ship after two games. Like, keep in mind, everybody. Like after week one, the entire division was 0 and 1 except the football team. Like. So everybody that laughed at us, like all, like all the Dallas fans, uh, like, oh, you lost to a team quite, that doesn't have a name. Quite honestly, Dallas should be 0-2, but they came back on because uh, the Falcons can't hold any freaking lead. They're worse than the Eagles of, than the Phillies' bullpen. <laughs> I do want to get on into that discussion. I just don't want to break stride from Eagles stuff right now. Um, but the, uh, the question I had was, with everybody saying, you know, Jalen Hurts should be the new guy. We we that's why the like oh now we can now we see why we did this draft pick. Do you still see why we did this draft pick? No, I never did. I never did either. But I didn't know no, if there, we had too many needs to take him at in the second round. Yeah. If you're taking a Jake Fromm in the fifth round, sixth round, okay, there you go. You you got you got a project quarterback that the thing you'd like to have. Not taking a quarterback in the second round when you're on the cusp of a playoff team when you need a linebacker help help. Uh, which I like you, help. Which, which you obviously see. You need linebackers. The linebacker core is freaking dreadful. Defensive line hasn't been good enough this year. We're not getting the pressure. So that's not helping the secondary out. Mm-hmm. Everybody's killing the secondary. Everyone's like, oh, we miss Malcolm Jenkins. Do you know who our best secondary player has been? Mills. Jalen Mills has yeah. been our best secondary player who took over from Malcolm Jenkins. If you look at Malcolm Jenkins with the Saints, he's been god-awful. Yeah, he's not he's So not, we're not missing not Malcolm Jenkins. Jalen Mills is doing a great job. It's everybody else in that defense that had, around him that's not been playing well. I feel, I feel like you, you, you sparked something in my head. Like I feel like that makes a lot of sense. And I feel like that is the ongoing thing when it comes to Eagles fans. I'm not saying that they're right or wrong. I just think they're wrong. Is that they they fly off the handle and it's like okay well this guy's gone and then we have this new guy stepping up oh well we would have been way better with this it's it you know no. with Jenkins with Foles with like with everything it's always it's like you had him oh well we should have signed him and if we if we did we would have been a way better team it's like okay yeah but we didn't so and and you don't know because again as I hate what ifs like you don't know if we kept him if he would have he could have been playing the way he's playing right now why would he suddenly be better right. Um, yeah, Jacob Mills is not the one hurting that defense. I think it's every it's 
all other ten guys. Even Slay's not that playing that well. So everybody's got to step up their game. You got Joe Burrow is going to probably throw the ball sixty times a game because yeah. Joe Mixon can't. Like they just signed him to a contract extension and he can't get three yards a game. He might against this defense. Who knows? But. You know the way it looks like they're gonna have Burrow throwing the ball around, so we we better uh, we better get some pressure going today. Now speaking of throwing the ball around and pressure, after two weeks of watching the Eagles play, what are what are your uh, takes on uh, uh, Carson's sacks, interceptions, fumbles, fumbles, like whatever well, you want to look the at? The problem with Carson is always been he's always had a problem with fumbles. He's got to do a better job there. You know the old Andy Reid, which he actually came out and said. The old Andy Reid uh, slogan, I got to do a better job. He's got to do a better job of that. Carson Wentz has always been a quarterback that wants to make a play with his legs and try to find somebody, try to get that, you know, that 14-second Donovan McNabb, the Freddie Mitchell play. Yeah. Carson Wentz has always been that kind of guy that always tries to make, like, against uh, the Redskins on that Monday night where he made that miraculous 15-yard run or whatever when he went underneath the Redskins player. Right, and he came out of nowhere. He just always wants to make a play. Sometimes you got to know when to throw the ball away. All right? You know, he's got to learn that. He's got to learn three-step drop, throw the ball out. And you know what another problem is with that is you can't do a three-step drop and get the ball out if we don't have the wide receivers that are getting open. Or an (laughs) O-line that can hold the pocket together. Three-step drop. I I understand that's quick. They should... I understand Always that. Always the line. They'll be able to hold that. The wide receivers aren't getting separation. So hmm. there, there's there's some problems. There's a lot of problems. And Jalen Rager being out for the next probably seven weeks, he's probably been one of the brighter sides on our offense, and now yeah. he's done for half the season. We brought back Dante Burnett off the practice squad. So you know, let's see what he does. Alshon Jeffrey's not playing again today. It's Do you want to go over the injuries? I, I have, I'm pretty much just going from my head. but I got it. Hold on. I got it uh, in two seconds We here. saw Jalen Hurts out there for, what, four plays last week, and he was pretty much just a decoy. I wonder if they're going to do that bullshit again this week. It's useless stuff. Just All run right. your offense. Yeah. So, we, we were joking last week about Jalen Hurts is just going to do every play. Right. So, like play every position, do everything, because he was second-round pick. So up on your screen, you'll see the uh, the injury report as of Friday, September 25th. So you got, uh, let's see here, Rager out. He did not practice. He's out with his thumb. Rudy Ford groin did not practice. He's out. Uh, Jeffrey uh, had limited practice, which apparently is in the better stages than what it was with his foot. But I didn't he's, think he was playing today. He, but... He's still out. But then the rest of them, uh, Corey Clement, Deshaun Jackson, Malik Jackson, Lane Johnson, Jason Kelsey, Jason Peters, all did full practice. Uh, they're not listed as out or questionable. They, they should be all in. Yeah, all the old guys got rest this week. Yes. So and, uh, I haven't heard anything about Fletcher Cox, if he's in uh, out today. I could Give me two seconds. I just saw something come across. Uh, here we go. Uh, Cox to face the Bengals. Eagles defensive ten, uh, defensive tackle Fletcher Cox abdomen had been listed as questionable, but he is set to face. Okay, so, good. So he should be in. And hopefully he steps up today and plays like the monster we know he can. I hope. I, yeah. I, I, you need this win. You can't go zero and three. No, I'll you can't. Th- well, 
And then, luckily, we have, the, I think, the 49ers next week that are, uh, they have their injury problems, so. Yeah, they, uh, they are, uh. They're, they're, uh, they lost a little bit. I think they're the 39ers at this point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a shame. It really is a shame. <laughs> Not a shame when we're playing them next week. No. <laughs> it could be a shame in two weeks. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh. Yeah, obviously the, the the elephant in the room that we are discussing, if you live under a rock and you don't know, uh, the issue is with MetLife Stadium, which I actually have as a talking point for today. Uh, with all of these issues, the stadium's only like 10 years old. I didn't even think it was that old. It, like I'm saying like. If, 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 it's, if its debut year was like 2010, you're talking 10 years. But it, I don't even – it might be later than that. It might be 11 or 12. Okay. Either way. Uh, Niners ended up losing what? Seven guys? Six, seven guys? Something like that. Uh, and they had investigated the turf too. And now they're investigating it, going through the whole it's thing. Like, uh, Some of the, the things. The vet back in the day, they used to investigate that. I remember they called off a preseason game because the vet was so bad. Uh, some of the things that I read up on it was they just redid the turf in the off season. So this is a brand new turf right now, which I don't really understand that. And secondly, the other thing that I don't understand, and maybe it's maybe this will make sense to you, but for me it doesn't, is if it's a brand new stadium and it's an outdoor stadium, yeah. why did you put turf down? Like, why wouldn't you have grass? You should have grass at this point. Everybody should have grass. Like, I can understand, <laughs> I can, honest to God, I can understand, like, indoor stadiums having turf. Even if you have a retractable roof, like, you know, uh, Dallas. Like, I mean, it gets hot down there. You don't want it all dead or whatever. Right. Okay, fine. Like, I understand domes will have that. Yeah. But an outdoor stadium? I, that doesn't make sense to me. Cheaper, I guess. I don't know. Oh, it's, pro- oh, it's probably cheaper. But still, I, I think that's – and those, that's, and that's weak. New York slash and, New Jerseyans are very cheap. And now, and now you have uh, – now you have the Niners playing again for the second week straight – at MetLife, just against the Giants. And they're still missing the same people. Who's playing? Who was that playing? They're playing the Giants, right? Who's playing the Giants? Niners. Oh, yeah. the, oh they played the Jets they last played, week. They played oh, the okay. Jets last week, but they're playing the Giants today. Well, they lose a couple more guys. <laughs> so, it's a, it's, a weird, it's a weird scenario there. And I have not heard what the NFL's ruling is or what they've come from that investigation or if they're I still looking they said looking it was fine. It. They did say it yeah, was fine? Yeah, I think so. Uh, the only thing I heard was uh, Shanahan was saying that all game long, the players kept talking about how um, it, everything felt spongy. They said like their cleats were sticking into the grass, or the turf, turf. I should say. They well, said everything was sticking, so I don't know that if that's... Is that where a, Saquon tore his ACL? That's what I thought, but I was told by either Moser or Brogan that he ended up uh, going down week one. Okay, I didn't know where they played week one, so uh, I don't know. Okay, I thought I thought he went down week two there, but then I realized nope, wrong, like you did, like wrong New York. Um, but yeah, it's uh, that's uh, pretty weird. And aside from like, I mean, you got those injuries and those pretty weird things to the new one, which is the new weird one is finding your coaches for not wearing masks on the sidelines. Yeah, during Corona times. I mean, I get it, but do I get it? Do you do you get it? Everybody, everybody's clear for two weeks. Everybody's tested fine. Um, you're on the sidelines with your players. You're at practice with your players. You're 
basically with your players 24-7, but your coaches still have to wear masks. They just want to show that everybody is behind this whole mask thing. <laughs> that, that's how that's I pretty, feel. That's pretty much what it is. Because you're, yeah, you're with your team nonstop. And we've had no, uh, I, well, they did, they have Until a Until this week. The Falcons player had a, A.J. Terrell, I think it was, mm-hmm. had a uh, positive. Yeah. And then, uh, aside from... And then the Raiders are getting investigated because now they're bringing in random people into their locker, locker rooms. rooms. People that don't have the credentials to be there. Yeah. Yep. A lot of weird, a lot of weird stuff going hey, on. It's a lot better than, uh, the NBA bubble. For- they paid, uh, I don't know if you saw this, they paid some chick seven grand to coot some NBA player, yeah. played some TikTok model seven grand to come into the bubble. <laughs> and she's in there, she's in the bubble hotel, like, Taking videos of like everything that's in it, like <laughs> it, it, it doesn't make like it's all fucking goofy. <laughs> it, it goes, it goes back to the whole thing. It's like you know, at, at my job, they tell us all the time at the post office. We we are working. Don't in, bring TikTok models into your <laughs> bubble. No, yeah, yeah, they tell us all the time. Don't bring TikTok models into TikTok. the truck with you. Uh, no, they tell us all the time. There's everybody's got a camera on them at all times. Understand that. Remember that that you could be filmed or. Video captured any, any any picture, any film, anything at any given time. Yeah. So if you bring somebody in that is a TikTok model, whatever the hell that is, <laughs> if that's a career, but it's I like I guess it's the new Instagram kind of model. But it's like if that's if that's the job, what makes you think she wasn't gonna she take didn't... pictures, take videos, share yeah. things? Why is that bitch only going for seven grand? These guys are millionaires. Come on, know your worth. <laughs> Maybe she does know her worth. And that should yeah, speak volumes. It's probably a little less than seven grand. <laughs> <laughs> she, she probably got right. She probably got a little bit more than she deserved. <laughs> uh, another uh, like another oddity of weird stories going on in the sports world right now. Uh, you're talking about uh, Tyrod Taylor. Yeah, getting punctured. What a, the? What happened there? Like, well, it's a. I understand. The like, doctor you, was a freaking drunk. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let me see if. I can pull that up while you riff. For I don't a know second. how he has a job in the NFL or a job at all as being a doctor. Yeah, you, I think you sent me this. It was uh, he's got two DUIs. He's got a laundry list of stuff going on in his life. Oh, big time laundry! Here we go. Uh, the Chargers doctor before this huge problem already had two DUIs, rated by the DEA for writing himself 108 prescriptions. He's got a malpractice for severing a patient's artery, a malpractice uh, malpractice lawsuits for multiple career-ending misdiagnoses, and he lost his surgery license in 2013. So yeah, let's bring him on as our team doctor. Sounds great, Chargers. Way to go. Is that just is that one of those uh it's probably cheaper for this guy? Like he can just do all like the shady Pretty work that we need done? He was like bringing in a TikTok bottle. <laughs> he got paid seven grand too. <laughs> it's something weird. It's a weird, weird world that we live in. He's the TikTok models of uh, doctors. Yeah. Uh, you ready for uh, uh, our uh, gambling time against all odds? Do it. All right. Let's get into some gambling, shall we? All right, so, as you can see on our chart, we got Booch, me, Helm, Moser, Gallo, 
who wants to be called Gallo the Mush. Now, do we need to change our rules because he seems to be very agitated by this? Well, you can't change it at this point. <laughs> we could just change it. Move. I, no, I, no, I don't. I legit. I legit don't care. I just think this is just a fun little thing to that we're, we can we're set week things three, up. You don't change it at this point. So week three, leading, starting from the leaderboard all the way on down. Helm at eight and zero, undefeated, followed by myself at seven and one, Booch at six and two. And rounding up last place is Moser and Gallo tied at five and three. You got the uh, the board up. Yeah. All right, so give us your picks there, Boots. I got the Eagles. Hopefully they can uh, break that zero and three. Not going to be zero and three. I got the Cardinals who started off two and zero, looking pretty good. I got the Colts who uh, they need to get off the snide a little bit, and uh, I got those uh, Doctor Chargers. The Dr. Chargers, yeah. <laughs> now, see, uh, this week I figured there was going to be a lot of, like, overlap. And I was tr- – I, I really did. And that's why you could see across the screen right there, three guys have the Chargers, three have the Colts, three have the Seahawks, four of us have the Cardinals, three have the – I knew this was going to be a huge overlap. So I wasn't really steering too far away from the odds and ends. So I'm taking the Seahawks today. Uh I follow that up, obviously, like you did with the Cardinals and the Colts. Of course, the Colts against the Jets. Uh, and then for the second week in the row, I'm taking Tampa as my lock of the week. Lock it down. You can lock that down. You better lock it up. You better lock it up. No, you lock it up. Uh, Mr. Helm, uh, our our senior director, vice president of social media, whatever his actual title is, at 8-0, he's taking the Browns. Which is ballsy. I'm not going to lie. Browns are at home against the football team. Yeah, I was thinking about the Browns. I, I Like I said, I was trying to find ways Both to... Both are garbage. Yeah. <laughs> but, but again, I was kind of like, wow, okay. He, he, he's, in the, he's in the lead with 8-0, eight and, eight and oh, so let him go. Uh, he's got the Colts, Chargers, just like you. Uh, and he's got Tampa as his lock, right. like me. Uh, Moser coming in at 5-3. and three. Gallo at five and three. Both, literally, if you look at it, they have the same picks. They both took the Eagles, both took the Cardinals, uh, and they both are locking in the Seattle Seahawks for the win today. Moser also took the Chargers, and Gallo also took the Buccaneers. So, for all of you degenerate gamblers, obviously these are just straight picks. These are not following the the spreads or anything along those lines. We're just letting you know what we think is going to happen today. Uh, what else you got? Anything else for today? No, I think we're good. Good work, team. Who's driving me to drinks? Uh, well, drinks are just uh, in the <laughs> next room over. Well, that was in reference to a Shit's Creek reference right there. Oh, I didn't know that. I I, I really got to watch the show. You got to watch the show. I really got to watch the show. Good work, It was after, uh, what did they do, escape room? Yeah. The, the mom from Home Alone gets up. Yeah. She didn't do anything the whole time. She stands up. Good work, team. Who's driving me the drinks? <laughs> gotcha. It's a great little gift, too. <laughs> okay. Well, in that case, then let's let's close out the show. Oh, do you have any uh, what's up with that or anything? No, no. No? We're good? All right. So then we'll finish up with this week's Sports Rewind. All right. All right. Let's go back in time with this week's Sports Rewind. <laughs> this week in sports history. 1955, in his last fight, undefeated world heavyweight boxing champion Rocky Marciano KOs light heavyweight Archie Moore in the ninth round at Yankee Stadium. 
1967, Philadelphia Phillies release pitcher and their future manager, Dallas Green. 1968, Mickey Mantle hits his final career home run, number 536. 1969, San Francisco Giant Willie Mays becomes the second player to hit for 600 home runs. 1976, the Philadelphia Phillies clinch their first National League East Division title. 1981, Steve Carlton strikes out National League record 3,118. 1984, San Francisco 49er Joe Montana misses his first start in 49 games. 1987, Chicago running back Walter Payton scores his NFL record 107th rushing touchdown in the Bears' 20-3 victory over Tampa Bay. 1991, USA Basketball announces, quote, Dream Team for the 1992 Olympics. And in 1993, Nolan Ryan, at the age of 46, pitches his last game. And that's what we have in this week's Sports Rewind. All right, so that concludes this week's show. Thanks for everybody listening today. Uh, Yes, Casey, everybody is happy that you're saying thank you. (laughs) So let's get this show shut down, shall we? So uh, you can tune in every Sunday. Uh, as of, Butch, are we still sticking with the uh, morning for next week? All right, stay nighttime game. Next week we'll probably an- end up for a normal hour of uh, noon. So uh, stay tuned. Just check our Facebook page, and we'll see where we end up there. Uh, you can always find us on our website, butchapatshow.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Apple's Podcast, Stitcher, or what you really should do is download the iHeartRadio app and find the Booch and Pat Show. Yeah, they can see your... Oh, no, I already changed it to the closing screen. Your Bush Apple. It's okay. Uh, So, everybody at home, hopefully we get another win, or I shouldn't say another win. Hopefully we get a win out of the birds today. And until then, drinks, drinks up, and go birds.